I owe this episode to three people. First is the younger me, the child me, the younger Tanvi, who spent her entire childhood feeling like there was something wrong with me because I couldn't enjoy the way other children were enjoying. I couldn't have fun or enjoy the conversations that other children enjoyed. I couldn't find a sense of completion. I had a hard time finding friends around me who would understand me and I always felt like there was something wrong with me because I could not be like everybody else. I owe this episode to every other person who has had to spend a childhood feeling like they belonged somewhere else, feeling like there was something wrong with them, struggling with mental health, anxiety, depression and suicidal thoughts. I owe this to every child, every teenager who is still at that stage, who still thinks and blames themselves for feeling any kind of struggle with mental health, of this feeling of not feeling complete, of being too empathic or emotional and sensitive. Hello everyone, welcome or welcome back to my channel, my YouTube channel and on my podcast and life goes on by Tanvi depending on where you are or what you're listening to. A very warm welcome to you all. I am Tanvi and this is my channel or my podcast. Okay, <laughs> so today I'm going to talk about the incidents that are, now when I look back at my childhood, made it makes a lot of sense to me that I was born with psychic abilities. I have always had certain psychic powers. I have had paranormal experiences even while growing up. And that is, and the rejection to these spiritual gifts and the inability in our society and educational system to accept children as psychics or maybe children with enhanced psychic abilities uh, sort of sort of pushed me towards this this uh, this mental uh, space where I was always anxious, where I was depressed, where I had a lot of suicidal thoughts, even as a child. So a few uh, months back, somebody uh, I was talking to someone about Kundalini awakening and how my experience with Kundalini awakening was, how I had experienced a spiritual awakening, and how I sort of opened up to my spiritual gifts. When this person kind of asked me, um, questioned me, and they said that. But wait, uh, are you sure, Tanvi, that this is something that's new that has suddenly appeared on the surface and you didn't have it when I was when you were a child? Is this something that has suddenly happened out of nowhere, out of the blue? Or is this something that you always had inherited in you as a child? So now that that made me introspect and look back to my childhood. Then I started looking back and, you know, and just... And just introspecting on how obvious I, you know, these signs of me being a psychic and these were not signs, just not, not just like random signs and synchronicities that I saw. Uh, these were not tiny pieces of information, but like things that I, that, I, that I was actually practicing and doing, but I kept like a secret life as a child. I had to sort of hide these things that I used to do my capabilities and my powers of telepathic communication, of communicating with the spirit. And I just had to sort of 
put it under the rug so that nobody finds it out because i was always very afraid that what if somebody finds it out and they would call me like a complete freak show this understanding sort of like was an epiphany that i had which sort of made sense which which kind of made a huge sense on why i felt so anxious while growing up on why i felt so depressed while growing up on why i kept trying so hard to fit in but when i was not supposed to fit in so before i go on and talk about my experiences my paranormal experiences my quote on quote paranormal experiences as a child uh, uh let me just explain like what in terms of mental health i was experiencing while i was growing up so if you have seen my previous videos you can feel free to jump this section but for those of you who haven't seen my previous videos let me just introduce you to me as a child so as a child i was uh, like when i was very very young i was an introvert i was very 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 introverted i did not have the confidence to go up and speak on stage let alone like you know sitting in front of a camera and talking to many people i was not social i was very introverted i did not like human beings <laughs> okay when i was growing up i had a hard time liking human beings i always felt that animals are nice plants are nice they're really cool <laughs> and they understood me and i understood them but i just felt a huge disconnect when it comes to understanding human beings and expecting human beings to understand me so i don't know why i felt that but this was like this comes from where i was very very young like 5 6 years old i was i was superbly introverted i i did not like you know run around like usual children like going here and there i used to just sit by myself a lot like i used to be on my own with my playing with my dolls in my room a lot or watching the tv i did not really need a lot of people to you know just i don't know do the usual things that children do i didn't do that i was i was extremely 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 introverted and very shy now as i was growing up and i was in school um i realized that you know my the adults around me the educational system everybody claimed to have a the formula for success not a formula the formula for success okay like like my teachers peers all the elders all the adults around me they all knew how to succeed in life you know you know when you're growing up and every adult they just come and tell you what you have to exactly what you have to do exactly what you do not have to do to to be a good citizen or to just succeed in life quote on quote succeed in life like they all have a formula for success and now when i look back at it i'm not sure if everybody defined success in the correct way okay for example your teachers and my you know in in coaching classes and everybody in my peers and everybody they would all tell you and my relatives and everyone they would tell me that you have to you know dress up in a specific way when you're in school you have to do this you have to you should say this you should do that you should succeed you should come first in that you should you should win prizes or you should open up or you should focus on this subject focus on that subject score good in every single subject and that's when you will be successful in life that when you reach this grade for example in your 10th standard you have to secure these many marks 
and then you'll be successful in life then you go on with your life and then they're like no now you have reached now you have to secure these many marks in your 12th standard and then you'll be successful in life no but then now you have to get admission in specific colleges and you have to only do these courses and then you'll be successful in life and then you have to get a corporate job only then you'll be successful in life then you have to do this and that so everyone came up with a formula and i think i was somebody that wanted that, that, that at a very young age i i because you know there was this innate sense of loneliness in me i don't think that there was i was very lonely when i was a kid i was just an introvert so as introverts very often we are you know sort of sideline and uh, like everyone like for example if somebody is left handed like my sister for example she was left handed when she was a kid so i remember people would tell her that no uh, on on ways on how she can become right handed because that's the correct way of writing correct so now i was naturally an introverted child so now people and my teachers they would keep uh, uh, pushing me that no you have to be extroverted okay so i'm not saying that there's something wrong with that we should like that that helped me with the ability to speak up but that also gave me this this sort of belief system that there, that means that who i was inherently was something wrong okay so what my true nature was that was being of being an introvert that was wrong you know this that i will be unsuccessful in life if i remain remain introverted another thing like because of this huge thing i also i don't know for some reason i i i, I was very aggressive and i was very angry when i was a kid i i always used to stay pissed off i would get pissed off with every little thing i would beat up children in school why i used to beat them up i discussed them later in this episode but i was also very angry most of the times okay i would cry out very easily if somebody scolded me but at the same time i would get angry and pissed off very easily so now this also you know created this huge uh, barrier where i was just always struggling because i wanted to fit in with other children everybody would keep telling me you should go and play with other children but i didn't honestly i did not like anybody <laughs> I I was a child who didn't like anyone. Like I remember in my colony, people used to tell me go out, and my my mom would say that go on, go and play with other kids. And I didn't like other kids. I didn't like them, so I didn't want to play with them. So I was a very rude child. Okay, I I would just say that listen, I don't want to play with you. I don't like you. Please go out. Please get out. Please get out. Please go away. So this also you know kept. this there was this i don't know some sense of anger in me because i just felt like i had to fit in to everybody but i was unable to do that okay so i was unable to make friends very easily i was unable to enjoy the conversations that everybody else was having for example people would discuss crushes which is completely normal but i was told that discussing crushes is like a bad thing and that would make you fall off track from being successful in life hence i never discussed crushes in my entire school life so i was so afraid of you know not succeeding in life because i knew like there is a formula that all these adults are telling me and they giving me i need to stick by it okay i need to stick with the formula i need to stick with the formula so now you know when you are being asked to fit into a mold and i feel that's where the education system is hugely flawed because we want all types of children with all kinds of abilities all kinds of different capabilities 
to just pass the same exam, sit for the same exam. We give them all the same medication and it doesn't work like that. You cannot ask all the children to give, you know, to pass every subject with flying colors. And we need to tell them that failure is okay. Okay, that failing in a, a competition or a subject in school is not the end of the world. But that's not what we are taught while we are growing up. So while I was growing up, I had a lot of fear. I had a lot of aggression. I had a lot of anger. I had a lot of um, self-rejection. And I had this huge need to change myself. I kept asking, I think, every single day that what's wrong with me? What's wrong with me? What's wrong with me? I remember I would spend hours uh, and hours praying to God that God, please make me normal like other children. I don't want to be abnormal like I am. What's wrong with me? Why am I like this? Why am I like this? Why can I not make friends? Why do I not have friends? Why do I not have friends? But then at the same time, I didn't like people. You know, I was this huge contradiction that I had inside of me. So I didn't understand what was going on, okay? Now you understand like the complexities that I already had as a child. I was very shy and introverted before that. And then I grew up into angrier and yet introverted, yet very extroverted, yet fighting with people, yet crying very easily, yet hitting people, yet crying very easily if somebody yelled at me, yet going crazy after grades, yet wanting more friends. So it was like a complicated ball of energy that was going on inside of me. And that resulted in a lot of anxiety, suicidal thoughts and depression because I kept asking one incorrect question to me the entire childhood. And that was, what is wrong with me? What is wrong with me? Now, if we have to understand that our brain is very simple, okay? So the questions that we ask our minds, our brains, our human brain, you will get the answer to that exact question. My question was always wrong. I kept asking what's wrong with me? What's wrong with me? And hence, all I could see were the parts of me that, that I felt were wrong with me. So I kept working hard to fixing myself. Now, this need to fix myself also increased this belief system and gave way to show a lot of this to this belief system that that said that i'm not enough and hence because i'm not enough i i'm not worthy of receiving good things in life and i'm everything that i'm ever doing or anything that i will ever do will never be enough in life so this led to a lot of suicidal thoughts okay even as a kid i had those urges i felt depressed many times there was like a tiny uh, drop in my grades or something or somewhere and I would feel depressed immediately okay and I would feel anxious if I was not winning and that you know that was that wasn't healthy now when I look back at it now coming to my spiritual gifts like I said that I used to beat people up the first thing that now when I look back and um, why I used to beat people up and I, I I was asking myself like what why was I always fighting in school it's because I was very empathic and I was highly sensitive as a uh, as a kid. I felt like, you know, I, I would get into a lot of fights in my neighborhood as well. You know, when any time I would see uh, children from the neighborhood, they had this habit of cutting trees, right? Like just plucking the leaves and everything. And I would just go and fight with everybody because I just felt like the tree is under pain because of you. Like you are giving the tree pain don't give don't hurt the tree don't hurt the tree 
and I just kept fighting, you know. And and any time I would see somebody hitting a dog, I I wasn't afraid to fight, and it didn't matter if that that was an adult, a, a grown ass adult, or or like just a child or whatever, or somebody my age. I I didn't I didn't care much. I would just go out and fight, or you know. Yeah, so I was just fighting with people. At the same time, in my school, if I would see that, uh, it really bothered me a lot when um, the bullies in in the class they would bully somebody uh, based on the way that they looked or their their body weight. This was one thing that I found very triggering, and I think like um, even when, as a kid, I did not like it when people made fun of somebody's weight, and I have had many fights, many, 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 many fights. That was just for people, um, you know. I I would see somebody bullying somebody uh, for the way that they looked or for their weight, and I just got pissed off, and I would go on and fight with that bully. So I wasn't afraid of you know any bully because I I just knew that bullies are just people who are afraid. Um, so I wasn't really scared <laughs> of adult bullies or ch or children bullies or teenage bullies. So I wasn't really afraid, and that I think <laughs> made you know my my parents always very concerned about me. <laughs> or my mom, especially, she was always very concerned about me. Like, oh my God, who is she fighting with now? So yeah, so I got into a lot of fights because of this. So this this is because I was an empath. Okay. Everybody in us, uh, like all human beings, are naturally empaths. We are supposed to feel the pain of everybody or of of the things that are wrong around us. Okay, this is like the human superpower. Okay, but some of us, or actually most of us, with this societal conditioning that you have to fit into a box, we suppress our empathic nature big time. But when this, uh, at the same time, there are certain people on this earth. Who feel uh, other people's emotions very deeply? They feel very like they feel like they are in pain if they see another animal in pain, if they see another human being in pain. They can feel their pain. This could be across the camera. They would they might read some news, and that would impact them. And that is, I think, something that used to happen on a regular basis, not just like in my immediate environment when I would see such cases, but in general when I heard the news. When I would um, see that you know there are so many people who are dying out of hunger, and you know so many animals who are dying every single day, that just made me angry. Like I I can't express like this was just something I had this need to help people, you know, to save the world, and and I was too young to be putting that burden onto me. <laughs> so you know, although I didn't need to. Take that burden, but I did have this innate sense, this this need to serve the world that I have to help solve, find a solution to this. I cannot live a life, or I cannot keep quiet like everybody else. Like even if it's my parents who are telling me that you should not go out and fight with people, I still did. <laughs> so okay, like I I still did what I wanted to because I felt like it was important and it was like my responsibility. And I I don't know. I just felt like this is why I. Came to this earth. The other thing that I always had that now I think um, is a part of me being a star seed was that I felt like I was sent to this earth for the purpose, and I, I would you know that there was this need to find that purpose. I think my sense of attaining perfection and trying out different things and wanting to succeed in that 
was also because I wanted to find my purpose somewhere out there. So uh, I saw, you know, as as a kid, it's like <clears throat> imagine you you're new to this world, and you just come here and you're like, okay, everybody says that this is exactly how you need, you will. Uh, find your purpose or be successful <laughs> you know the other translation uh, uh, that is this is and you have to do this you have to be this way you have to dress up in this dress up in this manner while you're growing up you have to say this you have to say that you have to uh, not do that not do this so I kept doing those things in order to find my purpose because I just felt like there has to be a deeper meaning. There has to be a reason why I'm here on earth. And I know this sounds very strange and like maybe unreal, but I know that this 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 innate need to find a purpose is also there in each one of us. Even if we suppress it a lot, but I think each one of us, we have this innate need to find our purpose and and go after it. And once we find that we nobody can stop it, like, you know, once we decide that this is what we want in our lives, nobody can stop us. So I had this strong sense of finding my purpose. Now, the next thing that I, I usually did, which was, I think, a little strange, uh, <laughs> which is stranger than the first two. <laughs> so as a kid was that I, I knew that I could speak with spirit. I just knew that I could talk to spirit. I just had, you know, I, I remember there were a couple of cartoons as well that spoke about imaginary friends. And I felt like, oh my God, this cartoon understands me. <laughs> you know, it's I, I just, I couldn't explain it to anybody. And I never spoke about it because of course, you know, there's a lot of taboo and I didn't, I didn't want people to think like I was going crazy as a kid, like, oh my God, our, our child is cuckoo, <laughs> you know, somebody to say that, oh my God, this child is, she's, she's a little bit of a nut job. But, um, but the fact is that I could speak with, I could speak to spirit. Now I had this innate ability. So when I was, I think uh, around, I don't know, two or three years old, my grandfather, <laughs> my grandfather uh, believes in uh, making uh, their children, uh, Bahadur, you know, very brave. So he's, he used to say that, uh, I will I will make you very brave, okay? <laughs> so although my grandmother, she was completely against him trying to make me brave because his way of making me brave was very unconventional and not at all something that should have been done. <laughs> so my grandfather wanted to make me brave, okay? So there was this uh, channel on ZTV at that uh, Sorry, there was this show on this channel called ZTV at that time, which was a horror show, okay? So, uh, I was not allowed to watch horror shows, of course, because I was a kid and I shouldn't be watching them. And uh, But then my uh, my grandfather, one day nobody, none of the other adults were there and he was like, okay, come here, I will make you a brave child. I don't want to listen to other people. So, he made me watch this uh, show called Vo, okay? That's the Indian form of it. Uh, if you've seen that movie, I have never seen that movie. So I'm, I have no interest, please. <laughs> so uh, in, in that movie also, there's this clown. I don't know who's, I don't know what that is. Okay, I don't remember uh, who that clown, that clown was. So I don't know, there was a murderer or 
or some sort of a ghost, okay? And there was this sound that went like, na, 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 na. And I was traumatized, okay? I used to watch that show every single day because my grandfather apparently was making me brave, okay? <laughs> because he wanted me to be able to watch horror shows without feeling afraid. But I was a kid. I didn't know what was going on. And at the same time, I just knew that I could speak with spirit. But at a very young age, I had, uh, after watching this show, I developed a fear of darkness. And I and also being alone in a room, sleeping alone in a room, or just even sitting alone in a room, going to the washroom alone. So, like, you know, uh, of course, I used to go to the washroom alone, but, like, I was always very afraid when I was alone in a room. I just felt like, you know, what if there are negative entities around me and they would attack me? Now, I was just one day, I was watching this show, um, in my grandfather's room and when my when my mom came home because she she was also working and uh, she came home and then she saw me uh, sitting on on a swing and then i was just watching and she was calling me uh, calling my name and i was not answering and i i was like dumbstruck and in front of the tv and i was like when she saw like what is she exactly watching where is she lost and i was watching this horror show at that time and so my mom quickly took me to my room and i started stammering for uh, uh, for a while after that and not just stammering but I distinctly remember that uh, my parents would sit uh, you know the, whenever we would be driving and I would be sitting alone on the back seat I would just hear I start to hallucinate at that time okay I started thinking that okay there's this sound going on again na 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 and then that uh, clown is sitting with me now it's not like you know there was some I don't know, okay? <laughs> I don't know. So I just felt like I was very sensitive to certain energies and powers. And because I knew that there's something that's... I just, you know, from within, I just knew that there is more to reality than we see. There is more to the spirit world than we are being taught in this world. And, I, you know, this, is my, this was my first... Um, sort of gaining of knowledge of the spirit world that okay spirits mean negativity because there were these horror shows and horror movies because you know you put on the tv and i i believe that negativity sells it's it's the same thing as that that um we as humans we like to focus a lot on negativity and we know that only negativity and fear sells very easily so uh that is what happened like at a very young age because my first um knowledgeable encounter was were these shows that only kept on promoting the horror shows you know the uh, the negative side the ghosts uh, that that these entities can only harm you that i began to feel afraid of my own abilities before that i was sort of comfortable with having a couple of imaginary friends in my head whom, with whom I would talk to. But after that, I developed this strong fear of communicating with my imaginary friends. But at the same time, you know, I don't think you can really escape who you are. So I've never told my parents, like, I think very recently I was talking to my mom that I, about this video that I was planning to make. And when I told her that this is something that I used to do every single day, I think till the my entire childhood, I just knew that there were certain entities that were present around me. I, was, I could just feel their presence. And these were not negative entities. I know that these are my guardian, guardian angels. And my, um, my knowledge of the spiritual world, now when I, I've read so, 
so much about you know spirituality and spiritual world it gives me a lot of peace because now i can name the entities that are around me i can i can distinguish when so, when some energies around me because as a child i just knew that my guardian angel wanted to present itself like they, they wanted to always say that okay do you do you want me to just uh, show up in front of you do you want to look at me and i i always had this this need that i wanted to see my guardian angel from my eyes but i was so afraid of uh, of maybe my guardian angel showing up when i was just, like at the middle of the night because you know on in all these paranormal or uh, horror shows it's always shown and depicted that night is the scary time and all that bullshit you know that's that's just garbage again i think that uh, media always sells fear and that's the reason why i thought that there was something wrong with me because if i can communicate if i know that i can communicate hence i must stay away from these kinds of shows um so i've i still stay away from all these horror movies and all such stories because i don't believe in feeding that fearful part of my mind i would rather feed the positive part of my mind uh but yeah at the same time i just knew that there were certain entities who wanted to show up okay so i would just uh, be studying and <laughs> and you know doing my homework when i would just hear this head in my uh, this the you know this conversation that was always going on in my head and then this boss this entity would just ask me you want to see me today so i was like no yeah but like why can you not show up during the day you know like show up now show up now show up now it's it's day time i will not be afraid i just don't want to be afraid of you and that's that's the only reason why i don't want to see you and and it's i know this sounds like i was like what is she talking about but i i know that i have always been doing this i never spoke about this with anyone because i was so ashamed of you know this because i thought like okay i i don't think i should be talking about this this means that there's something wrong with me that there's some some problem with me because of which i am doing this i also used to have a lot of prophetic dreams as a child like a lot of prophetic dreams i used to get as a kid like for example i would think of uh, a scenario i remember it was my summer vacations and i remember these specific incidents happening like i remember it was my summer vacations and i just uh, knew that after a week this teacher in this specific period she would be teaching this this subject and she would be writing this on the board and would be wearing these colored clothes and i just knew it okay i don't know how i knew it i just knew it and that exactly happened and i would get these recurring prophetic dreams which i feel like was was me peeping into the future a lot that uh, that okay this is what's happening this is what's happening this is what's happening and it used to actually happen and now when i look back i like i used to suppress that a lot because i again i you know with the fear of judgment because i was very afraid of being judged negatively i wanted to like you know be the good kid be successful you know i have to be successful <laughs> so i was so afraid and scared like of of being who i am that again that resulted in depression and anxiety and and lost self hate and self rejection and me wanting to change who i am and who i was inherently born as i remember i also uh, sort of knew that i had past lives somewhere as a woman and i remember having a uh, very negative experiences in my past lives i remember i just 
I just remember one day I told somebody, I don't know, my friends or family, someone, that um, I know I have had past lives which were not happy. I just know this, that I, you know, this, 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 this inherent sense of lack that I feel within, that sadness and grief that I have in my soul and inside my body, it's because of my, it's not because of this lifetime, it comes from my past life and these are very recent lifetimes and these re recent past lives have not been empowering for me as a woman. Hence this lifetime I need to feel empowered as a woman and hence I need to speak up more and more. I need to be more blunt in the way I am because it was like something that I, I felt like I owed to my past life self. Uh, because I, I don't know why, like I just felt that I did not have happy past lives for some reason, okay? I've, I I just didn't know what happened. I, I could sort of see glimpses of my past lives, but I didn't know what they were. I think my knowledge now that when I understand that I'm an empath and how important my private time and my alone time is for me and how much I get impacted by just reading somebody's uh, stories on the internet and how important it is for me to have a, a strong sense of self. Because as an empath, you tend to put yourself in every person's shoes and it's very easy for us to do that. And uh, in order to not keep wanting to change yourself for every second person that you get in your life, it's important to have a strong sense of knowing of who you are, you know, from within, of, of strongly validating yourself and I think like uh, the problem with our educational system is that we all go in the same way and as empaths we need a lot of alone time but while growing up we don't really get that alone time right because we spend so many hours in the same room with 50 other children and in an assembly we might be with I don't know 100 200 other children who come from their own families now when you are an empath you're very sensitive to energies and that's why the emotions uh, might fluctuate very easily from from deep sadness to extreme happiness to deep anger to deep grief and you know aggressive reactions and these explosive reactions they fluctuate because not exactly just because of uh, an empath's own energy but also because of the energy of the surroundings so it's very important for every empath to have strong boundaries to have strong sense of alone time to have a very strong self-care routine but but while, while we're growing up I don't think anybody gets to even know that they're an empath and to validate themselves that okay I am an empath hence when I go in a classroom filled with 50 other children who come from their own families of I don't know four to six members and they all all the members are also going through certain things and hence their members impact their energy and their energy is impacting my energies a lot because empaths begin to also absorb a lot of negative energies and so half of the time the emotions that we feel like that an empath might feel they might not even be their own it might be somebody else's emotion that they have suddenly picked up so these mood fluctuations might not be just you know something that, that that's why like 
most of the times these fluctuations in the mood they might feel like very illogical like oh my god why am i feeling this way what's wrong with me what's wrong with me why do i feel so angry why do i feel so low i don't understand i don't understand i don't understand you know that gives rise to what we call anxiety what we call depression what we call confused thoughts and you know any any sort of disorder that we can name because i feel that there's there's an internal fear that uh you know in internal absorbing of a lot of other people's thoughts and negative energies that we are not aware of so any time an empath uh empath's energies they fluctuate it's important to um ask ourselves the question instead of asking like what's wrong with me that i feel this way it's important to change this question into asking that whom did i hang out with very recently that my energies have just shifted okay was it like someone from my classroom was it some teacher and and you will get the answer if you're an empath you you will know and i i again i do believe that we all everyone as a human being we are all naturally empaths we are all empathic we're supposed to be empaths um i also sort of uh incline very naturally towards uh, divination tools like tarot and astrology and numerology i remember people, and even palmistry so when i was very young like people, adults from around me they would come at our home and they would ask me like okay yeah you know like read my hand read my hand or you know handwriting analysis personality analysis and i just sort of knew that this is something that i can do and i just knew how to read tarot and i feel that this had I did not have to put a lot of pressure on to myself, like in learning it, because I felt like I'm naturally good at these things. That did not mean that I didn't I didn't have to work hard to be a tarot reader today. But like at the same time, it was something that I was naturally good at, and and it felt like a lot more peaceful while I was working for this than than anything else. Yeah, so I think like that was another sign that I felt like this stem that the knowledge that I was. Uh, gaining in the form of divination tools with, with the help of divination tools like astrology numerology i felt like i already had this knowledge it's like you know meeting somebody uh from your childhood suddenly so you know uh, uh, there are certain people that you meet whom whom you just feel like you know them right so uh, that sense of knowing was very familiar to me when i used to learn about numerology astrology and tarot when i was a kid because i just felt like i know this from somewhere i don't know how i know it but i feel like i've done this before in in some other lifetime so i was another key to my psychic abilities that i sort of had a huge knowledge and huge knowing of my past lives i do feel that human beings in general are very empathic we are all empaths and we are all supposed to be empathic and at the same time we are all psychics as well however uh, there are definitely certain people like i said in the beginning of this podcast that uh, who are more open to such gifts for these people as children it becomes very difficult to grow up in an environment or in an educational system that sort of tries to put us in a box because you're not supposed to be like that i don't think anybody is supposed to fit into the mold of what we call or what we feel or think a successful life is supposed to be like and a uh, childhood depression childhood anxiety is very real maybe your children maybe you as a child 
did not feel safe because you also have certain abilities and capabilities that you have always tried to hide from the rest of the world what are those abilities that you felt like you had or you felt differently from the rest of the world and maybe you are suppressing certain needs and urges to help this planet to raise the vibration of this planet to be who you are and you are sort of constantly seeking validation from people who cannot understand you because they are not as old in terms of their soul years as you maybe you are an older soul like me from my peers i always felt that i was older to everybody that i was born around i just felt like i was older than them in terms of my soul the age of, in terms of the age of my soul so if you are also like that i would really encourage you to really look back at your childhood think of the points and the abilities that might that you might have suppressed the capabilities that you might have suppressed these could be instances that when you have had you know while you were talking to um certain entity while you were in a gurudwara in a in in any sort of holy place and you felt like uh, i don't know you felt like someone's eyes are looking at you or something like that these things can be hints or peeks into what your personal psychic gifts are and ask yourself how you can use those psychic abilities how you can openly come out of the spiritual closet because coming out of the spiritual closet will help you relieve your anxious thoughts and accept you for the way you were born there's never anything wrong with you you never need to change yourself or fix yourself for anyone or even for yourself there's nothing wrong with each one of us we are perfectly designed the way we are and we are all perfect the way we are so i hope that this video sort of i don't know if it made sense i don't know if it freaked you out whatever it did i hope like you were sort of introspect back into your childhood if not yours i hope you're able to help some child who is experiencing anxiety and depression maybe look deeper into how gifted they are instead of always finding help to to you know fix them okay maybe change your own perspective to not wanting to fix children instead wanting to appreciate them the way they are so yeah so uh, that's all that i have for you today i hope that this was helpful in some way and i will see you again next time bye bye take care and also please don't forget to like share subscribe comment and i would love to hear from you bye bye take care